Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me. You light up my life. John Wayne, that's right. Here I am lighting up all of your lives in the neon palace of sin where I reside in downtown fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, I'm back, back, back with you guys. Sorry, this is late this week. I know I've been on the road. Uh, my first road trip of the year, freshly back from um, actually only home for one single day, but I wanted to make sure I recorded a podcast and got it out there to tell all you wonderful, wonderful people uh, about the time that I've had and make sure that I am staying connected. So welcome to the show. I, uh, I've already drank all of my coffee, so no coffee here uh, at, at present recording time, but I do have a giant uh, cup of water, my tumbler, if you will, the, of water that I, I love, I'm never without, and I, of course, uh, have a nice heaping, piping, pop, 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 pop bowl of Grandpappy's medicine. Oh, my goodness, yes. So tasty. Today, I am uh, smoking... <clears throat> Uh, I've never had this strain before. Uh, this is from uh, a brand called Medizin, uh, M-E-D-I-Z-I-N, and it is a strain called Hawaiian Butterscotch. That just sounds fun. Hawaiian Butterscotch? I mean, come on. It's like, I don't know, if you were like at a strip club and they're like, coming to the stage, Hawaiian Butterscotch. If you were about to leave, you would sit back down to see what was going on. You know what I mean? I mean, that's just how it is. So we're sitting at 18.5, almost almost 19%, I would give it uh, here on that uh, THC content. And it is, it's tasty. It's got a nice, these kind of dark and uh, dark and lovely notes to this wonderful uh, smoke and a great aroma. I, of course, did get this at my local oasis uh, where I love uh, and I live in a, a VIP member, uh, my local dispensary, of course. This is what's left from uh, – I, I scooped uh, up some um, <clears throat> supplies before I left to hit the road to Atlanta, so I'm just uh, finishing up all of those things. <coughs> oh, man. And I am back. So – Welcome to the show. Thank you all for joining me again. If you're new to the show, if I just met you recently or you're checking it out, uh, thank you so, so much. And I appreciate you uh, spreading the word and and listening to the show. Major, huge shouts out. First up top to my Patreon supporters. Thank you all so, so much. Uh, I could not do this without you, uh, you know, being, getting back out there on the road, everything going on, needing new tires, uh, other kind of stuff that's, you know, just crops up gas hotels. Uh, well, who are we kidding? I stay at motels. So all of these things, I, I cannot tell you how much I appreciate everyone who supports me in my Patreon. You guys are the best. Um, if you'd like to check out my Patreon, please, please go to johnwayneisdead.com and hit that Patreon button. It'll take you there. Or just go to patreon.com slash johnwayneisdead. That'll take you right there. To, that's that's the page. Um, and everybody who subscribes, there's different tiers you can join to get, get different things every month. But Everyone who subscribes, regardless of the tier uh, amount, gets access to what I put on the wall, which is the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast that happens uh, weekly in which I speak to artists that I meet from around the world, everyone, not just the country, the world. I This is one of my favorite shows to do. Of course, I love the main feed show. I love this show. It's just me. Of course, you know, I like to hear my own voice uh, and I love to talk. So I could sit here and just chat into this microphone for hours. Uh, but 
what I like so much about the Awesome Dude podcast is is getting to have these conversations with different artists. And this is this is not just other writers or or other musicians. These are actors. These are dancers. These are models. These are singer like singers. Uh, you know, uh, burlesque dancers. You know, uh. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, visual artists and all different kind of mediums and um, and wrestling. We've had wrestlers on the show. Of course, you know my man Gator McAllister. Huge shouts out to my brother from another mother, as we like to say. Um, love you, Gator. I hope you're hope you're doing well. If you're listening, man, you know I'm thinking about you always. Gator, the original bad motherfucking wrestler on the show. Uh, but I, you know, just a little uh, tease here. I had. Um, I had the pleasure of having another uh, wrestling friend of mine hack on the show uh, this past weekend when I was in Atlanta, and we had an awesome conversation. Uh, we had several people in the room who were experts on wrestling, as well as him being a wrestler and, and talking about his story. Now, uh, we we had a great episode that we recorded, and, and that is going to come up, not not this week on, on the show. I'm not putting it up this week, but next week on The Awesome Dude uh feed on Patreon, you will be able to hear this amazing episode where we talk about indie wrestling and all kinds of crazy, just crazy shit about wrestling, the minutia. And you know me, I'm, you know, if you listened before, you know, I've talked to, you know, my wrestling friends and having Gator on and stuff. I'm, I'm super, I'm always super interested in wrestling, like the, the, the pageantry, the, the characters, the stories, how it all comes together, like how it all works. Um, is so fascinating to me. It really is. And it makes me want to uh, be more of a wrestling fan than I am. I, I'm not not a wrestling fan. I just am a novice. You know, I'm a noob or a novice. I don't know where to start or who to like or even how to watch it, you know. But when it's on, I, I try to catch it and, and see. I don't have cable or any regular TV, so I'm not sure. But I know that uh, I always have fun talking about it. I always – I love to meet these guys and chat with them. I think it's amazing. So – Again, this will be on the uh, Awesome Dude uh, podcast next week. It's going to go up there. This week, you're going to get uh, a little narration from your old chum, John Wayne, here. That's right. I'm going to uh, have a story that uh, I narrated uh, for from my uh, short story collection, The Curse Collection, from Oddness Press out of San Francisco. This is not... Uh, a narration that's released anywhere else. This is not available anywhere else. I'm just simply doing it for my Patreon. I'm doing one of the short stories out of there uh, for you to listen to. And then uh, next week, we will have that with uh, the show with Hack and all of the wrestling talk. And then also in between there somewhere, you're going to get, that's right, I am going to release one of the songs from the new John Wayne is Dead album on my Patreon only Uh this is it's it's been on going on for a while you know i'm taught been talking about it forever we got it you know the tape uh we got we're releasing it on tape cassette those are being uh produced hopefully on the, in the being shipped to to my uh to the neon palace of sin here very very soon um surely within the next few days i'll have those and then the vinyl will come out in a couple months exciting exciting stuff but i'm going to release one song on the patreon between uh, the in the next two weeks between the uh, content that i'm putting up there already so if you want to hear this i mean this is awesome stuff amazing just this this album is 
just a fucking killer album. If you've been listening along, you know, we had, I had Chris, you know, Chris Jett, who is the other half of John Wayne is Dead. He was on the awesome dude uh, show talking about it with me. And then the very next week, which was last week, we had uh, our producer, Mars Hall, on the, on the, sh- on the call with us. And we had an excellent uh, conversation about uh, the record and, and his musical um, journey and, and his musical, uh, past and on all of the experience that he has and uh he will you know and just a foreshadow we're gonna have him back again he's gonna uh, we talked about it we're gonna do um an actual we're gonna talk about the production methods on the on the new john wayne album, john wayne's dead album that he just did for us where he's gonna play uh we're actually gonna play certain things where it's like okay this was this and then i you know he's gonna be able to explain like okay so when i went in for this part i did this you know we thickened this up i doubled this guitar we put this you know he's going to be able to explain all of those things and again if you if you guys know me you know sound design sound production sound engineering is something again that fascinates me that i love i it's something that i you know unlike wrestling i actually have some knowledge in in that in in engineering and and i'm able to uh do certain like that's how i'm able to do voiceover and narration and, and do this podcast and make it sound halfway decent you know because i have a background in that because i've learned all of that no i don't have any like <clears throat> um what do you call that Fa- uh like schooling i don't have any like traditional uh training but you know as i've said in the past i've had the uh i've been lucky enough to record music in all kinds of studios from the most basic one mic to the computer setup to a huge you know fucking 110 track board in front of you in separate rooms off down the hall recording talking through talk back track like I've had the pleasure of being able to do that or I've been lucky enough and I've just gleaned so much information. I sat in in so many mixing sessions when I didn't have to just trying to learn it because it fascinates me. And uh, Marshall's going to come back and talk. We're going to talk all about that kind of stuff. It's going to be awesome. So that is why I, I'm, I'm saying, you, you know, of course, I do tease a little bit of the conversation in the show in the in the main feed here. But uh, I, I would say, please, if, if ever there was a time to join Patreon uh, you know, throw a little extra support my way and check out these awesome podcasts with these amazing artists. There are <clears throat> almost 130 episodes. So you get access to all those back ones too. You can listen to all of those. Plus there's videos, performances, all kinds of stuff that I put up there. So very excited about that. But anyway, <clears throat> so, um, like I said, this, this, uh, you know, this week, this this episode, I'm I'm just going to be basically recapping and talking about my uh, my trip here to Atlanta, Days of the Dead, um, style, uh, 2024, and uh, it's been my first uh, trip of the new year. Um, I just had just about five and a half weeks off of no travel, no nothing, just being here. Uh, like if you listened last week, I talked about how I. I did over 800 pages of narration spread across three different book titles that I, I narrated during that time. Um, I got a bunch of writing and drawing done for the uh, second issue of Gas Money magazine. Um, so uh, that should be here and, you know, be done in the next couple months. That's my goal uh, to have that out there. But since I talked to you guys last, I've been really doing nothing but driving and, and going to uh, doing the show. So I, uh, you know, so there's not much of a catch up to be like, oh, this past week I, I did this, this, you know, this, this is it. The whole show is, is what I did this past week. So without further ado, we're just going to get right, right on into it. So 
Atlanta, Days of the Dead. Now, this is a special show for me. For those of you who don't know, um, this was the first show that I actually vended at um, by myself. In in that, not by myself, I was with at the table with uh, David Barbie, another awesome author, uh, Michael Lombardo, who is an amazing filmmaker, and then myself. We were all three sharing a table. I think I only had like four books out at the time, something like that, but... Um, you know, prior to that, the only cons I had been to were Bizarro Con, which is an industry convention, you're not selling anything, and then uh, Scares That Care, where I just helped at the Grindhouse table because my first Grindhouse book hadn't come out yet. So the, the Atlanta one was the first one I, I was at a table with my stuff doing it, you know? And it's very it's special for me in that because that was, you know, just the first time I did it. I, I remember sitting there, and I've told people this with... Before, like Friday, right before they're about to open the doors and stuff, just me sitting there at the table going, what the hell am I doing? Who do I think I am? Like, what what am I doing here? I, what am I, why am I doing this? You know, you have that little crisis of uh, faith or whatever, but, but it, you know, instantly bounced back and, you know, just kind of went with my, you know, natural ability to kind of talk to people and, and be silly and, you know, whatever. And then I've been able to <clears throat> basically, you know, just get better and better and better at, at, at that kind of uh, interaction. And, and that's where it all started was that Atlanta show. Cause usually like <clears throat> if I'm going to, especially God, especially from now on, if I'm going to go all the way to somewhere like Atlanta, so anywhere on the East coast, right. I'm going to make sure that I stay over there for a few weeks to make it worth my while. It's a 28 hour drive from Las Vegas to Atlanta. My, the show that I have next, um, which is, I have to leave, uh, tomorrow at time of this recording on Friday, um, the 2nd of February, uh, is Creep IE Con, um, which is in <clears throat> Ontario, California, which is basically like right there around LA. So you may be like, why the hell? That's not, that's not the East Coast, John Wayne. Why the hell did you drive? You're driving back and forth across the country. You said you didn't want to do that anymore, uh, to that degree. And you're right, I don't. Um, but like I said, this show is, holds kind of a special place in my heart because of that and because there are certain people um, there that, you know, I've met, uh, that I met the first, that very first year and that have come back to see me every year, even including this year, which I'll talk more about. Um, So there are are just people that I've met um, and connected with that you know, that if I didn't have those, maybe I wouldn't still be doing this. Maybe I wouldn't have a career. Maybe I wouldn't have been able to, to you know, you, you know, be like, yeah, I can do this without without these people, you know. Uh, so it's very important to me. And <clears throat> so that's why I did that. But um, it was not easy. First of all, it was my birthday last week. So thank you to everybody who reached out. Uh, wish me a happy birthday. Um, all the people that gave me, you know, that chipped in through gas money and on my gas money link. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That, I, I mean, I don't want to get into the specifics, but that really did save my life uh, then. Um, so, you know, all that money that I got from uh, from my birthday, from the gas money link, literally went right directly into my gas tank. So thank you uh, for that. And just everyone who reached out, it was, it was awesome. Um, if you know what I'm talking about, if you go to my Instagram account in the bio there, I have a link tree there with, you know, you can go to it, take, take it any, any of my stuff you want to get to, but there's uh, a gas money, uh, section on there that lets you donate 
you know, whatever you want, you know, a couple bucks or whatever, throw in the tank for me while I'm on the road. So that's where that is. And people came out and, and really, uh, really helped me out on that. So thank you guys. Thank you for the birthday wishes. It was, uh, it was fun. <clears throat> I'm not, you know, I'm never like really a super huge birthday, uh, guy anyway. I don't think I've ever had like, I don't think I've even ever really had like a huge birthday bash of any kind. Even when I turned 21, um, no, I'm trying to think. I think for my 30th birthday, that was when we had the cowboy themed one. But um, it was just a bunch of my friends just, you know, kind of half halfway dressed like cowboys at my house. That was fun, you know. But I've never been like, we're going to have, it's my birth month. We're going to take this other and we're going to go to this place and this place and everybody fucking, you know. I just, I've never really been like that. But, you know, my birthday was last Wednesday. It was on the 24th. I had to leave. Um, I left very early on Tuesday morning to start driving to Atlanta. Like I said, 28-hour drive. Now, it rarely rains here in Las Vegas. It's it's rarely even overcast, uh, which is one of the huge you know differences from moving from Houston, Texas to Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, Houston, we get all kinds of rain and floods and hurricanes. And, and here it's like barely. I mean, I could probably count on one hand the amount of times that it's rained since I've been here um, <clears throat> over two years, right? So I get up to go Tuesday and it happens to be raining. Like, um, you know, it's not pouring, but it's cold. It's it's wet, you know, whatever. Uh, I get going early and, and start driving. Bo- just Boney and I, Scarlett, uh, the lovely Scarlett, of course, couldn't go. So, um, you know, her job's not not remote anymore. Stupid job. So uh, just me and Boney on the way. And um, it, I got to say, like, it it rained the entire when I say it rained the entire way um I want you to know that I say this without hyperbole without embellishment without uh being silly like oh man sure did rain on me like it just rained it just was I was traveling under I guess a giant storm system but I did not see the sun all three of those days it was just raining, you know, of course, going through when I left Nevada, going through Arizona, I hit a little bit of snow, like some of the rain, like just became snow for like just a couple of miles. And then it was it was rain again, uh, but just rain and gloomy as I mean, just <clears throat> foggy and gray. It was like I was driving into just a gray slate of fog for hours and hours and hours. Wednesday, the day like the day of my birthday, it, you know, it was it was fine just driving me and Boney doing our thing. Kind of kind of sucked to be like completely alone all day, um, but uh, you know, that's just how it is. That's how it goes, man. You know, you gotta. This is what I do. So if I'm gonna get to the show, I gotta you gotta make those sacrifices. Uh, but I did want to say, you know, huge, uh, you know, shouts out and, and a rest in power to my good friend Austin. Um, love you, dude. I miss you every day. So. Um, shouts out to you, dude. But uh, when so Wednesday, my birthday day was it was okay, but still just raining, 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 raining. Thursday, it Thursday was the worst day. Like it was so foggy, I didn't understand. Like I was like, what the fuck is this fog? It was like a like a never ending uh, opening fucking shot to a horror film where they're just driving through the fog. Except this fog never ended, so it's like pouring ass rain on me. It's gray as shit, and now it's like thick fog like fog where 
you know, you can't really see it, the visibility is extremely low. And the only way, like you can't really even see the in front of you, like what's coming up, except I would see the all of a sudden, like a bunch of like a, like a rain cloud basically. And that, that's how I knew that, that there was a truck coming, you know, up because all the rain coming off of the, the you know, 18 wheeler or whatever, <clears throat> it was extremely hard to see, hard to drive, but, uh, I made it, got there. Um, it's, you know, I, I had a, I had a room <clears throat> at the hotel, uh, which, you know, it was, uh, you know, same hotel that it's always been in. And, you know, I, you know, me guys, I'm usually like, even said at the top of the show, staying in motels. Um, I actually did get a room there, you know, but I got it cheap as shit on hotels.com three days before like I was I got there because I was just trying to see if I could catch like a deal and I did so you know for all you deal lookers out there if you could just kind of wait till a couple of days before sometimes you can get those hotels just super cheap and I did so that that worked out however however I pull up and I'm going to like check it and like the things are like the 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 like entrances to the two parking areas. They have a parking like garage structure garage. And then they have like kind of like this outdoor, you go up this ramp and it's kind of like outside of the, I don't know, just outside parking. That's also available on this other side of, of the thing of the hotel. All the, all the entrances are blocked. Like I can't go through one. Cause I was just going to park, go in, check in since I know my way around everything, just check in. And I knew where I wanted to park and all that stuff, but I can't get in. Look at the fuck. So I go back around the front. Turns out the whole hotel is con- been converted to valet only. Valet only. No, nothing. No, like no exceptions. And how much is valet there for a car my size? $45 a day. Let me repeat that. $45 a day to park. I'm already having to pay to stay there. I already have to, you know, I'm, I'm a vendor at the event you're having there and you're going to bang me out for almost 50 bucks a day to park. And I, you know, the other option was park across the street in another parking garage. Um, but I got all my shit. I, I, you know, I got to load stuff out. I, so I'm like, well, you, you got, you get, get your fucking barrel, dude. So they take my car and everything. I go check in. And, and as soon as I get to my room, I realize, fuck, I left my phone in the car. So I go, I run downstairs. They've already moved my car. But I grab one of the guys. And I'm like, hey, you just parked my car, left my phone in it. Can I go get it real quick? And he's like, hold on. He grabs my keys from from the little valet office. And he comes out. He's like, all right, it's uh, it's parked, blah, 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 over here, over here. He, sh- he told me where it was. And he was like, just throw your, you'll give your keys back to the valet window when you come back. I'm like, yeah, sure. Turns out my car was parked exactly where I wanted it to be parked. Like the same, like two spots over from where it was parked the year before. Like it's right by the door to the, to the pool area, which my room was off of the pool. So it's all right there. It's perfect. So I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I've never given you back my keys. So I keep my keys more on that later. So, uh, I get there now. I, like I said, it's, it's my birthday. My buddy Lee, uh, of course, remakes plethora hip hop toys. You know him, you love him. He's been on the show. Awesome. One of my very best friends shows up to come out, help me celebrate and, uh, and help me out at the table. So he shows up and, uh, you know, shortly after I do, and it's, it's, you know, it's on. We're we're having some beers, having some laughs. I gotta give him a shout out. He gave me this most excellent gift. Uh, there's a picture of it if you go to my Instagram at John Wayne is dead. But I'm I'm holding it. But he had uh, the fr- a framed uh, front page of this uh, of one of the of uh, 
one of the newspapers in Arizona uh, back in 1979 when the day that John Wayne, the actor, died and the headline, huge across the top, John Wayne is dead. And uh, it's awesome. He gave me, I was like, oh man, this is so cool. I, I can't believe like all the John Wayne stuff that people have like given me over the years or whatever. Like I've never gotten that. So it was, that was awesome. Great, great gift. And, um, so we, uh, you know, we're there. Hey, we're in Atlanta. Um, we're getting charged for parking, got rained on the whole time, but you know what? We're here. We're going to have a good time. So, uh, the next day, uh, first of all, I'm going to give like, I want to give all my shouts out at the top. So, uh, you know, I'm, and I hope I don't forget anybody. Um, but, you know, I, I want to give, I, I, I'll go through like as we go. Here's, here's the shouts out up top. I got to give my shouts out. Shouts out. Tom, what's up, buddy? Chris, Christopher Lee, your cousin, what's up? Say what's up to him for me, man. Uh, Hack and Shanna, what's up, brother? Shouts out. Deidre, Rochelle, Savannah, pleasure. Lovely, lovely. I love you. Christine, you're wonderful. Tim, you're a bad motherfucker. Uh, of course, uh, my fellow author buddies were there, Bryce Gibson and, uh, and Charles Campbell, uh, of course. And then, you know, and my awesome, uh, new neighbor, uh, Chris Butler, who's my new friend, I mean, neighbor and new friend, awesome artist. And then of course the wonderful children that I've watched grow up, uh, aunt Devin and the gang came through, uh, Kira, Anthony, uh, and the rest. It was, it was awesome. So anyway, more on that as we go, but I wanted to make sure I got some shouts out up out at the top. Hopefully I don't forget anybody. I love you all. Now, so Friday, you know, we get down there to to set up. I got up kind of early, Lee and I and Boney, we go down there and uh, we're getting everything, you know, we're getting it set up. And um, I, ha- I kind of did a little different setup because I had those, you know, if you've been, I, mean, I talked about them, if you watched my Instagram, the, the, the tarot deck uh, collages that I did. <laughs> And the few that I, I had five framed ones and then like 20 or 16 other unframed ones. So I was trying to figure out how to display those. I did kind of end up doing like an L-shaped table setup. Um, and I had them displayed on the kind of like the side, the one that was not front facing. It's kind of off to the side. I, I don't know if that maybe was good or bad. I just, I didn't have the room and the, those things are very big. And again, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to display these, but... I'm going to just trying to figure out as I, as I go. So we, we get everything set up, uh, relatively quickly. And, uh, then it's for me, you know, then it's like bedtime for Bonzo. It's like nap time until we got to get up and hit the, hit the floor again. So a little nap, we get up, we get going and, uh, and you know, we're hanging out a big, huge shouts out to my man, Will, uh, who lives there in Atlanta coming through. He got a room, he was helping us out and he was, uh, definitely hanging and partying with us. Um, also, Will is on the podcast, on the Awesome Dude podcast, a tremendous wealth of, of wrestling knowledge. Uh, but he came, helped us out. He was hanging out. And we just get it get, get it cracking on Friday night, get it going. Some people brought me some beers and stuff for my birthday. I appreciate that. And um, so, you know, Friday night, we're doing it, we're hanging, and uh, it's, it's Friday, you know? It's okay. It's kind of, you know, it's, it's not like setting the world on fire. I get a few sales, nothing that I'm extremely worried about. Not definitely not how, what, what I would like, you know, as far as business is, but, um, you know, better than nothing. And definitely like, I, I wasn't like, Oh man, I wasn't worried at all, you know, after that. But, uh, Friday we hung out. We didn't do too, too much. We kind of like made a couple laps, hung out with a few people, uh, 
you know, saw uh, my man Michael, uh, Amanda uh, from uh, Nightmare Vixen Art, her her boyfriend, Amanda, uh, Michael, he rolled in, into town late, so we ended up meeting up with him, having a little smoke session and um, and all that, but a relatively quiet, you know, Friday night, didn't do, didn't do too, too much. Uh, Saturday, we're ready, dude. I'm like, Saturday's going to be the big day. I heard that they'd sold a lot of tickets. I'd heard it's Saturday was going to be packed, um, all that kind of stuff. So I'm ready. Go down. We're jazzed. We're at the booth. First of all, it, like I keep, it's, it's like dead as shit, like inside, like, you know, it's 1030 AM is when VIP starts. And then 11 was when the rest of the people, you know, general admission just opens. But it's like 11, 11.05, 11.15, and it's like sparse. Like there's hardly anyone in the convention, like the room. And I'm like, where the fuck is everyone? And then people are telling me that are coming in that like the line just to get like your wristbands or your ticket to get in is so fucking long and moving so slow that, you know, that's what basically is holding holding up the crowd, if you will, because everyone's just trying to get their their wristbands so they can get in <clears throat> but so i don't know i don't know what, what can be done about making that go faster it seems like that becomes like an issue uh, almost everywhere but uh finally it starts filling out people are coming in i'm seeing people um and it gets to a point where there's there's a lot like it, there's a lot of bodies in that that room like it, it's a lot and i'm talking to people i'm seeing a lot of people i know and love hugs all that kind of stuff but again, it was one of those days, and I, I, I said this to a fellow vendor who asked me, and um, they said that it was like a dead-on description it, it, where you you can't, you feel like you're like, man, I feel like I've been working a lot harder than what you know my my report say so far. Um, and I, I think I've, I've brought that up before on the podcast, and this was one of those days where I was like, man, what the fuck, dude? There's a lot of people in here, but what what's happening? And I'm not, you know, I don't give a fuck. I'm not one to walk, walk around. I don't complain about, you know, ah, oh, it's so slow. Blah, blah, blah. I, I wouldn't say shit. Like, I just, I'm happy to be there and I'm going to do the best I very, very best I can. Uh, no matter how many people are there or where my table is set up, it doesn't matter. That's my attitude. But other people kind of start, other vendors are like kind of, you know, walking by sometimes say, hey, what's going on? Hi, how's it going? Is it a little slow for you too? And, you know, and you kind of start, realizing that like a lot of other people are like feeling the same way they like, yeah there's a lot of people here but it's just kind of slow sales wise so i guess we were all kind of feeling that um but you know what like like i said this show is more important to me for other reasons you know than than the the sales or the numbers it it, it was extremely important for me to see a lot of these people you know these kids, like I've talked about them before, Kira shouts out, Anthony shouts out, I love you guys. Your aunt and uncle are amazing. Uh, your, un- your uncle had a booth there this year. I got two of his his sculptures, awesome, awesome stuff. But, you know, I met I met these kids that first fucking year I was there, man, just like I was saying. And, you know, Ki- you know, I remember, you know, first meeting them and just talking and Kira that, you know, she was I don't know how old, young, and she's talking about choir and singing and playing music. So she, you know, she played my guitar. I started talking to Anthony. He's in a movie, super hardcore. You know, he's a little shy, but he, you know, he would open up and talk to me. And then I'm watching these kids come every year. And now Kira's like tall. She's got piercings in her. She's got a LeBray piercing and like a Medusa and all this stuff. And I'm like, damn, girl, what the fuck happened? What, the, what is going on here? Time is just flying by. But that's what that's the important thing to me like meeting those kids seeing those kids again um 
you know, that's one of those connections that sustains me. And and just to see them all. And like last year, I met all their like some of the, a couple of their cousins and younger brothers. And then all of the whole the whole gang was there. The all, new batch, the old batch and everywhere batch in between. And that was that was awesome. That was amazing. As it went on a little more in the day, of course, some other um, of my favorite, very favorite people who I again met the very first time that I, I started doing this, um, uh, Rochelle and Tidra. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming out. Like this, these are, uh, you know, like I said, I met them when I first started. And since then, Rochelle is, uh, you know, she's a tattoo artist and she's tattooed several uh, of my, you know, several pieces of my art on, on, uh, on Thedra's leg. She has like a John Wayne leg now that's just going to be all my stuff. She had a new piece on there that is it's, uh, the pumpkin head, the pumpkin head uh, logo I drew for my Patreon. If you go there, like one of the tiers is called a pumpkin head. She's got that on. It was awesome. I was blown away. Like, and I told them and with all sincerity, you know, if I don't get to talk to anybody else the entire weekend, if no one else comes by, you know, just getting to see you guys again is well worth it. And, and I mean that like, Again, like th- these are the kind of things that sustain me. These are the kind of things that keep me right, like keep the ship righted, if you will, keep my attitude uh, where it needs to be, and and keep myself, you know, kind of in a positive mindset. Because it's easy to get sucked off into, you know, sucked off. <laughs> it's easy to get, uh, you know, kind of pulled off of the track a little bit if things aren't going as well. It's kind of easy to spiral out. You know what I mean? But I was very well anchored because, I, you know, these people who I love are just coming to see me and support me. And, uh, so I got to see them. And then of course I got to see my man, Chris Lee, uh, podcast listener, shouts out to you, man. Um, you know, we, you and your cousin, Brian, I think, uh, fuck, uh, forgive me. I'm sorry. I think it's Brian. If not, call me out on it for sure. I'm, I'm, I'm awful, but, um, we all, you know, we did that. That was Saturday, and I was one of the judges for the costume contest. So, uh, you know, you guys know, listeners, I, I do that uh, a lot of times at Days of the Dead. Uh, my man Larry runs the costume contest, and uh, he and his wife Ingrid, and they do an excellent job. So, I was on there with uh, my friend, uh, my buddy Pat Rasmussen, and a couple other people from the from the show. Uh, Boney, of course, was on stage with us as well, judging. I got shushed by the sound man, by the way, which I don't appreciate, and I'm, I let him know I didn't appreciate it. We get there. The thing's supposed to start at 7. Whatever was going on before us, the movie award, something was running a little late. So we're in the side on the side of the stage. There's a little fucking, you know, some banners and stuff that are, you know, basically making up the backstage area. There's not like a real wall or anything. But I'm back there, and I'm talking to Pat. And the sound guy's back there, and he just goes, hey, shh, you, keep it down, okay? And I, I just, like, turned, and I was like, excuse me? What the fuck? Did you just shush me? It's like, dude, we're back here. I don't think any of these people can hear the fuck I'm saying. They're, the, the people up here are mic'd and talking. They can't fucking hear me. Oh, and then everything, every noise that I was like, oh, you better keep it down. Sound guy wants us all quiet. I was on the stage yelling, keep that down back there. Like, oh, man, I was, oh, such, I was so, mm, I just... I was so fucking uh, such a dick about it, but fuck that. I don't care. You know, this I'm John Wayne. This is what you get. You get what you pay for. You bring me in to be a judge. Uh, you, some people are going to get, uh, you shush me. Duh, it's over. It's done. But so we did that. And, uh, then we just went back up to the room, you know, uh, Chris and his cousin came and joined us. Will came and joined us. Deidre, uh, and, and, and Rochelle and, 
Savannah, her uh, teacher's daughter, and, and we were up there. Uh, Dylan, uh, we were just chilling and waiting, having a good time, waiting because my buddy Hack, who I was talking about earlier, uh, wrestler extraordinaire, he was in the tattoo contest, so we were waiting for him to finish up because we were going to do the podcast. So we're all just hanging out, smoking, chatting, had a great time, just like just chat, sitting there chatting, telling stories. You know, that's, again, like that is what is important. The relationships, the connections, I, you know, I can't stress it enough and, and to myself, like, you know, don't forget that's what's important. Nothing else. Like, that's the first thing. That's the first thing. So, um, you know, so we, and we ended up having a great night with a great podcast. I'm excited for everyone to hear it. Um, again, hack was awesome to talk to. And then, you know, will having will in there talking about these, he's been to some crazy matches that have been like important matches in wrestling history. He was there for, uh, plus, he had just a wealth of knowledge, as well as Lee. Uh, you know, Lee knew a bunch of stuff about wrestling, and a bunch of stuff to add and interject. And uh, you know, and that was all we did, man. You know, we we just hung out and did that, did the podcast, and and called in a night, basically. Um, so Sunday, we get up, and and again Saturday, like as far as business wise and sales wise, just not not where it needed to be. Like, not for me. So it was like, I, you know, I said Friday, I wasn't worried about it. When I woke up Sunday, I was worried about it. Because I was like, man, fuck. Um, like, it, it, whatever, like, I, I, you know, ground needed to be made up was, like, going to be uh, such a hot, hard uh, hill to climb for a Sunday, especially. Sundays, you know, are, are pretty much usually the slower of the days at, at a convention. Every once in a while you know, there'll be a pop in Sunday. And and sometimes they're not even like super slow. They're just, you know, slower than a Saturday. And this one was very slow. Um, you know, you know, when you start seeing the vendors just walking around everywhere and talking and doing that, you know, it's, it's slow. Um, so that started happening pretty early on. And, um, but again, like, you know, man, I, I, I met, I, I had an excellent neighbor. Please check out Chris Chris Butler's art. He's a awesome dude for sure. Um, he does movie posters and like kind of re- reimagined, uh, not reimagined, but like he, he, his own design for movie posters. Uh, he and his wife were a delight and um, we had a, a ton of fun back and forth just chatting. And again, you know, so, so that again, that makes it, that helps all of these things and it helps, it helps to put things in perspective too. You know, the, this is important. This is going to come back all of these relationships, all of these connections, they're going to come, they're always going to come back and help you. The universe is going to take care of you if you're taking care of the universe, if you're taking care of your shit. And meeting these people and, and continuing to to be friends with these other people I met um, were really what made like a slow, soft weekend of sales and especially not how I wanted to start the first trip of, of the new year. Um sales wise and such but you know what man hey we live to fight another day and that's just how you that's how i have to look at it um you know i have another show this you know this week you know one you know seven days later i'm back in another show in in la and creep by is, you know uh supposed to be extremely you know but i i did the last one the, the december one i think or, or not december it was like october i think something i did the the second one they did last year which was not as busy as their first one of the year so this one's supposed to be like their big show, whatever. You know what, man? I'm happy to be there. I'm happy to get into it. And then guess what? Even the weekend after that, I have a one-day market out out in uh, LA again. 
So, I mean, you know, all these things happen. You know, things are, are going to keep rolling. You know, the ball is going to keep going. And, and you know, we just have to move on to the next one and put that out of your mind and just be like, okay, that's not last week. This isn't Atlanta. This is today. And I'm going to do what I'm here to do. And that's just how, how I have to look at it. Now, so Sunday was was okay. You know, we we went uh, we went back to the room and like Lee and I had you know the the plan all day. Like since since we woke up in the morning, I was like, I can't wait to just come back to this room, get get into bed, get super high, and watch football because both the championship games were on. You know, the he was, he was going to the Super Bowl. Um, so we got like everything packed up. We got in our room in time to see uh, it was halftime of the first game. So we got to see kind of most of that. I was, you know, I made some, I, I was talking to Scarlett on the phone, took a shower, ordered us some food. And then I ate this, like, um, I have some friends that make edibles, right? So this friend of mine, she made these magic space cookies, she was calling them. And she was, they, they sell edibles, excuse me, but these weren't for sale. She said, these cookies are not for sale. I'm only giving them to specific friends, and one of them is for you. She gave it to me, and I'm like, okay, thank you. That night, Sunday night, we get back there. I order us, you know, some fucking food. We're just we're just ready to relax. I split that cookie in half, give half to Lee, I take half. Now, you guys know, I have a very high tolerance. I'm, you know, I, I like to smoke weed. I like to take edibles. Um, I'm good to go. And I ate that cookie. I took a shower. And I was sitting there and our food was almost there. And I was like full body, super high and like just starting to like get tired as hell, like that stony tired. And I was like, oh man, well, once I get this food in me, it's going to be good. I perk back up. Food gets there. You know, we eat some sandwiches and man, like I probably watched the first fucking maybe four or five plays of the second game and just passed out like dead to the world like i think lee like left the room a couple times i didn't even know like i was just passed out which is just you know culmination of being tired from you know the whole weekend but all the driving from the weekend all that stuff it just caught up with me and that cookie just put me down son i was down so um yeah uh so i just was like passed out sleeping so the next day we get up now this is like where i try to like you guys know I try to steal parking everywhere I go because I hate to pay for parking. And this $45 a fucking day. So uh, so check this shit out. So I'm like, I already have my keys. So I don't have to go through giving them my ticket, you know, seeing what I owe, whatever. I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna, I load everything up. Lee and I get in my car. I'm just gonna try to go out through the the garage, ent- like go down the ramps and see if I, I go down one ramp and we get there and it's like the the arm, the gate arms are down and we can't get them to come up. I'm like, how are the fucking, I guess the valets have like a key that just opens it or whatever. So I was like, fuck. So we go, I back all the way up the ramp, turn around. I go to the other ramp on the other side of the building. Same fucking thing. It's like, fuck, man, damn it. So I back up that ramp and then I go, I put my car back in the spot it was in. And I'm like, I don't know, Lee, we might just have to like fucking give it up on this one and figure it out or, you know pay up or whatever so i go around we go around and and a younger like valet guy's getting out of the car uh you know takes care of things walking them over and i'm like hey man do i give this ticket to you or how, how does this work and he's like oh you have to scan it over there at the machine and pay and then they'll um give you and i was like give your keys to me and i was like well i already have my keys so do i still need to do all that and he was like how do you why do you have your keys and i was like oh i had to get something earlier so i just have them 
He's like, okay. Uh, here, let me see your ticket. I'll go in and see. I'll, I'll get you. I'll scan. I'll see if you owe any. If you if you have a um a balance. If you owe anything, and then uh, I'll bring them out. It's like, all right. And I'm like, fuck. There we go. Two hundred bucks. They're about to pop me for two hundred bucks. I go in, standing there. He comes out with my ticket, and he's like, all right, man. You're all set. You don't have any um, you don't have any balance or anything. Here you go. And I was like, okay, cool, awesome. Thank you. So he went around and got my car. And uh, I don't know how that all worked out, but somehow I stole that fucking parking. And that was the best, that was the best part, almost, almost the best part of the weekend was getting away with that. Um, but that's, God, what a pain in the ass, dude. Like everybody was so fucking nervous. Like, how are we going to load out? How do we do this? I don't, honestly, I don't know how they did it. Because you had to give your keys to the valet, have them bring it down around to the loading dock, and then what if you weren't leaving? Then, then like it's it. Oh my god, it just seemed like a nightmare. I'm glad. Oh my man, shouts out Russell, Russell Holbrook. Sorry, I missed you. Shouts out to my man Russell coming through. He he was hanging out and he actually stayed there till the end and helped uh, Lee and I. So we were able to just get my stuff. Uh, we just walked it around, walked it right up the ramp outside to where my car was parked and put it all in there in one trip. And then we're able to just go inside and not, not fucking worry about it. Um, but man, that was a pain in the ass. And then like, I, 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 you know, then getting on the road and coming home, it was, it was rough, man. It, it was just, it seemed like it was just taken forever. It was just so long. And I was just for whatever reason, just so tired. I, you know, I know like some of it's gotta be like a mix of depression and all that kind of stuff that I usually have going on. But man, I, I just was not having a good time on that drive. Uh, at least the weather was good coming back, but it did suck. Um, so like I said, man, I got to figure something out. I, I, I do miss having Scarlett to travel with me, um, splitting up that driving and, or, and, and Nick P when we would travel, just being able to split that driving up helps tremendously and not having that is 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 sucking bad so but don't worry i'll figure it out i always do and i will toughen it up i'm not not complaining i'm not trying to like uh make excuses or anything like that it just, just kind of looked the way it is so you know rest assured i'll figure it out it was a it, it was a fine a fine way to start the year in only in the sense of the people i saw and uh you know and everyone i got to to talk to and and see again and just lifted me up and uh it, it was it was awesome so you know again it's it's the people that are important to me the connections are are what's important to me the relationships that i've made these are important everything else will take care of itself um and that's just you know of course not, not magic not in a magic sense of like well i'll just go close my eyes and everything no no you, you still have to keep working i still have to work my ass off for this magic to continue to happen but it will take care of itself it, it, you just have to, I just have to keep going and keep going and everything will be fine. It's going to be a great year, uh, for sure. I'm, I'm stoked and ready for it to be a great year that I know it's going to be. So, um, anyway, that was, that was it. That was the trip. That was my first trip of the 2024 year out there. Days of the dead, Atlanta, one of my, uh, favorite places, uh, just, just for the, uh, the people and, and the place that I started and kind of like going back, not never forgetting where you came from. You know what I mean? That's, that's, uh, these are all important things, staying grounded, uh, you know, taking care of the people that take care of you. So, uh, 
anyway, so that's it. That's the show for this weekend. Thank you guys uh, for listening again. I appreciate you so, so much, um, especially if you're new to the show, just checking it out. Hey, I really do appreciate it. Thank you. Guys, go to johnwayneisdead.com for all your John Wayne is Dead needs, wants, and desires. You can hit that Patreon button right there and go to the Patreon or, or go to patreon.com slash John Wayne is Dead. Uh, you can go to the shop page on on the on the website there and and pick yourself up my books, uh, including my new Splatter Western, which is in stock and in the store and uh, coming soon. My I am I do have some uh, of my short story collection being sent to me now. I will have those soon, and those will be up there for you to order again. Uh, the first shipment went very very quickly. And I do have some other new uh, little goodies that I will be putting up on the shop next week. So um, keep an eye out for that. And for that, you can follow me on my social medias at John Wayne is Dead on Instagram and TikTok or on Facebook. My name, John Wayne Communale, and I'll be announcing all those things. You can follow it along and, uh, and check it out. So thank you guys so much, and uh, I'll be back uh, here on the mic in just a couple of days to tell you all about creep eye econ out there in Ontario, California. Bye.